Hey, it's Russ Payton with the Role Playing Public Radio. This is RPPR episode something or other. I don't know when exactly this is going to get posted. Uh, so, but this is our post mortem on Coin Tract Island. Uh, I figured I'd record this pretty soon after we finished the campaign. So, the, our you know our memories of playing in the campaign uh, are uh, you know still recent. Uh, so, I have with me all three players: uh, Lydia, Faye, and Bridget. Um, uh, RPPR's most innovative GM, of course. That's me. Yeah. And if people want to uh, get more Bridget content, uh, where can they go, Bridget? Uh, they can go to um, patreon.com forward slash Bridget fan. Uh, you can, you can, if you become my my patron, you mm-hmm. can join my Discord and you can watch everyone bully me with disgusting food pictures. <laughs> uh you could also go to uh, my Twitter. It's uh, it's at unsatisfied kit k i t t, as though you're trying to spell unsatisfied kitty. And for whatever fucking reason, uh, Twitter usernames don't have enough characters in them. It's true. Well, don't worry. Um, our, the the new ownership's definitely going to fix all the problems with Twitter. It'll be fine. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. So uh, yeah, Coitract Island uh, was a very fun campaign. Uh, action horror more than survival horror, but yeah. Uh, 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 I'm definitely a big fan of survival horror games like Resident Evil and Bioshock, and uh, uh, Bridges, of course, the the connoisseur of the Resident Evil franchise. I guess we should start with like the initial idea, like where um, I got the idea for doing this campaign, which was uh, the first thing was just in general. I wanted to do survival horror uh, as a campaign. I've always wanted to do something like that, but uh, but also like an action horror thing because. Um, like I do a lot of like Delta Green and Call of Cthulhu, which are very dark horror games. But like I want to do a game more about like blowing shit up and, fu- you know, uh, uh, fighting monsters rather than just, you know, running away from them and getting, you know, eaten or, or killed by them. Um, right. So uh, but then I saw the Crypto Island video, which was a <laughs> scam uh, <laughs> where like, well, we're going to buy an island. It's going to be a cryptocurrency Web3 startup island where you can innovate and uh, be free and hang out with other crypto bros and <laughs> <laughs> there's like this 10 minute video which has like ripped off aladdin dance numbers that's computer animated very badly lots of uh crypto in jokes and uh it's just like come join us your house is only a million dollars away on crypto island and uh of course it was a total scam uh, but the video is still floating out there on the internet. I'll try and link it in the show notes. Um, but the other thing was a video I saw on your uh, Discord, uh, Bridget, I think, which was, or we talked about it on your Discord, which was um, a video of uh, some rich person. Uh, she had in- surgically implanted an RFID tag in her in her hand. And so she replaced all the locks in her house with RFID uh, locks. And so you didn't like, she didn't have to have keys anymore. That was the big thing. She could just like push her hand up against any lock and it would unlock for her. And I was like, my first thought is, oh, well that's a Resident Evil thing. Like that, that's, she's a zombie now. You have to cut off her hand and that's the key you have to do to unlock the Falcon door or whatever. Um, because, I, yeah. I think it's so funny um, because like, so the, the theory here, right? You'd be mm-hmm. putting an RFID chip in your hand and then all of your... And it wasn't just like the, the doors. It was like drawers and cabinets and like fucking everything in your house. If you wanted to open it at all, only her hand could open it. Like one, you're a rich person. What are your maids going to do? Who? <laughs> <laughs> what happens when the power turns off? Oh, you yeah. starve. Yeah. And then three, you are living in a gigantic plate glass house. I'm not going to bother opening your doors. I'm going to throw your deck furniture through the <laughs> wall and I'm just going to walk into any room. Like, like, how is this? Secu- what did you do mm-hmm. other than needlessly complicate your own life? And I think that that's what makes coin track work is like, not only is it convoluted technology, but it's convoluted technology that makes your life. Worse, worse somehow mm-hmm. yeah 
I mean, that yeah, that seems to be the underlying... Yeah, that, that was definitely the theme of the game, but that's also, like, yeah, just in general, like, people... Uh, like, the rich tech bro culture, or just rich people in general, or just want to have tech to show off how rich they are, but it just makes their lives more painful and worse. Like, uh... Got, like... Um, you know, these are, oh, hey, we're, we're the board Ape Cafe for real. We accept cryptocurrency. Then two months later, we no longer accept. We crypto- don't accept crypto. Yeah. <laughs> Cash only motherfuckers. You know, it's just, uh, I love it. And I wanted to lampoon that. So, uh, on, uh, just a very, uh, slanted, like, I just, I cannot, it is very cathartic. This whole campaign was very cathartic for me. Just, just like. Make the dumbest, like, my, my my whole thing was, like, what is the dumbest possible thing they could have done with this te- amazing technology? Oh, this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that- plug vending machine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, I think, was that you or Lydia who came up with that idea? I think. You remember, I have, like, a, yeah. I have a Swiss cheese brain. I don't remember that long. Yeah. Uh, Imagine remembering things. Couldn't be me. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we should probably, well, speaking of remembering things, why don't we first start with our characters, our, our three intrepid heroes, um, and heroes is a strong word protagonist. <laughs> I, I am using, I mean, compared to the tech bros, you are pretty heroic. You actually help people in the campaign. Yes. Uh, so yeah. Uh, and, and you actually accomplish the things you try to do mostly. So like, mostly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, actually, Faye, I'm really curious about your character. Um, the the uh, uh, indie the the index the, drop table yeah index drop table. Um, so where did that come from? Uh, I mean, you built an island of swindlers who think they're too smart to get swindled. So like, <laughs> obviously, what I had to do was play some fucking old kind of con artist who's like done who's still doing the like cold read, hot read, pickpocketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, confidence game kind of shit because like all of those fuckers have forgotten about that kind of swindling <laughs> god yeah you're right it's like introducing a house cat to an island where yes you know, exactly. <laughs> the birds have no, no you know no longer can fly or know what predators are so yeah uh <laughs> indy is the invasive species yeah the the apex predator of scamming um the rug puller of rug pullers. Um, but I, I mean, I really like that. I think it was during group characterization, uh, character creation where you characterize her as, uh, or at least in terms of how you role played her as lady Columbo. Uh, so yeah, was that, that just cause uh, it's fun or, uh, uh, I feel like it kind of fit the whole, like sleazy looking, but hyper competent thing that I wanted to go for. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, because it's like under assume like uh, people underestimate her, like uh, like Columbo, like that's Columbo's whole whole shtick. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, I get that. Uh, Lydia, uh, I was very uh, <laughs> excited about because like you're the person who really introduced like cybernetics as a major like thing for humans in the <laughs> campaign. Because like I like I the whole thing of Cointract is of course that cybernetics are used to control the creatures. But that's it. That's all I had, I had thought of. But obviously the technology existed and you're like, well, obviously there'd be human cyborgs. Like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I hadn't thought yeah. about that. So um, yeah, tell us about Ava. So a lot of what I wanted Ava for was um, tech bros don't know how shit works. Mm-hmm. So you need someone to fix all of their shitty ideas that don't work. <laughs> so, you know, she's the person who crawls into the wall and fucking reconnects that wire that keeps coming unconnected or... Uh, mm-hmm. An actual you know. engineer, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know, I just, th- I just think cybernetics are cool. Yeah. I think they're neat. <laughs> did, you hear, did you hear the note in her voice when she said, I think cybernetics are cool? <laughs> wow. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, I mean, it worked out very well. Uh, Tell me about your 100,000 word fanfic of a, uh, between a, um, a, a someone with cybernetic implants and and the person who does maintenance on them. <laughs> look, look. I was gonna say look. what I was surprised. So obviously, okay, okay, not not to get too off track, but let's put a pin on this for later. Yeah. I was surprised that Ava didn't spend more time with the cybernetics doctor 
But I suppose Ava had fucking Hathor to drool over. <laughs> well, there's that, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to take up too much time on that because, mm-hmm. like, That's fair. Yeah, yeah. We only met her the one time. Yeah, we didn't really. Establish. You want it to be like yeah. a date situation, you know, like maybe first date, second date, then she can have her hands inside you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. and I feel like if we we would need a different kind of game, like if we wouldn't be playing like a, a fate heist game. Yeah, like a, mm-hmm. it right. would become a completely different game. Right. Yeah, it did kind of become a heist game. Like, I mean, obviously the the finale is a heist, um, but the yeah, because uh, yeah, I didn't really have. Um, well, well, we'll talk about the plot next, but yeah, uh, before we, yeah, we, too much of a tangent. Uh, Bridget, tell us about Felicia. Uh. So I figured like I went the same kind of track that, that Lydia did, except um, I didn't, they, like her job wasn't to be um, like an engineer, or, like how to make things work. It's just like all the like 900 million people that, um, that makes stuff work inside of uh, of Cointrack because like there was the the rich people island from like forever ago. It wasn't a coin. It wasn't like a a crypto one, but it was like rich people island. And it's like yeah, everything's great here, and you can party twenty four seven, and you never have to work, and there's always alcohol. And it's like, and what about the people pouring drinks? What about the people mm-hmm. sweeping? What about the people em- emptying trash cans? So I was like, well, I want to play one of those characters. Yeah. Yeah, that um, uh, yeah, the invisible like uh, entire class of workers that actually keeps it running. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then I ended up going with a bartender because I was like, well, she's going to need to know somebody like mm-hmm. vaguely important just to be useful to the plot. Um, but um, really, any kind of blue collar worker would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I also really like uh, how that tied into how you became, you know, the world's first successful cat girl. <laughs> uh, uh, because, like, that's the thing. Like, they have all these these workers to maintain these invisible class of people. Um, but, like, of course, they would bleed in and, like, you know, burdening them or, like, oh, you're going to have to use this shit. Like, oh, you're going to have to use all this technology that is less, you know, experimental or dangerous or uh, we don't know if it works or not, but yeah, it's fine. Uh, just uh, making them, you know, uh, beta testers for uh, all this uh, very experimental uh, stuff. Um, so, yeah, I think that 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 sort of thematically works, too. Um, I had two kinds of jokes I could have gone for, mm-hmm. um, one of which is the um, crypto never works when you need it to. So here are all of the ways that we just get things to open without like. So, like, imagine if there was like just normal latches on like when we were talking about the, the woman earlier who had um an RFID chip. Imagine if there was just normal latches that opened everything anyway, and they were just slightly inconvenient. Like, so uh, that, that was the joke I was considering. But then when I was like, well, if I make her a cat girl, um, I was like, what if we could just do like actual cat things, but as a person, like what, let's enjoy the comedy of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that turned into what if they just made her like a kill bot? Wouldn't that be really funny? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that did, did really did work at the end. Um, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, that, that, that goes to sort of like the whole, like uh, our group, like character creation session to sort of help start figuring out that, because that's when Dr. Chaos uh, uh, appeared, I think uh, was during the, the session zero. Um, and cause that was the person who sponsored you to get the surgery and everything to, to become the mm-hmm. And uh, to become the cat girl. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I mean, that that, that really worked because we didn't I, like obviously the whole hidden assassin thing wasn't there at the very beginning, but it was kind of like we figured out during play. Yeah, no, I think uh, that was one of the things that really worked with this campaign was that everyone was willing to uh, sort of collaborate on on sort of figuring out what the plot hooks were, were going to be and what what um, what direction was going to go because obviously I just like, I have a cool idea. I don't know what to do with it. Uh, let, let's get everyone involved. I think it, it worked really well too, because all three of you really played off of each other um, very well. And you, you all had different niche niches, you know, of like, um, you know, technology, you know, combat and, and uh, acrobatic stuff. And then like, uh, I am, uh, I'm able to actually talk to people and convince them to do <laughs> dumb things. Um, 
I think so. Like also the RFID thing. Uh, I think another thing is like all these rich people are now just like spending, you know, millions to build fucking doomsday bunkers and like trying to figure out how to how to stay in power after society collapses, which is like they collapse society. You know, <laughs> like there's this author who's like, oh, the bunch of billionaires paid me to consult with them. When we got down into it, they asked me. What if we build bomb collars? Or what if I was the only one to know the combination to the food locker? Like, would you think that would work? Yep. You think the mercenaries would follow me after that? And like shit like that. So Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I I can't think that like I can't but think like the RFID tag is part of that. Like if I'm the only one who can physically open the you know the the door. Yeah, I mean, it it yeah. almost certainly is because it's like I feel like a lot of these people have way too much money and time on their hands and kind of just sort of test out things that they think would be good ideas like in their lives mm-hmm. uh, before coming to their boss and pitching it and starting their own tech startup and going out of business two to three years later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all, and, and, you know, uh, rescued by a local government or. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Federal government or something like that. But yeah, so like, yeah, that was the whole thing was also like, we had this idea or, you know, had the idea for the island. We we made characters. And then it's like, we started kind of like a sandbox thing, right? Like, uh, you're on the island. Uh, you all have a reason to go back to the island. Uh, but then it's up to you about what you want to do. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you have a strong, did any of you have like a strong idea of where you wanted the campaign to go? Like when you started, were you just kind of like seeing what worked in play? I don't know. I certainly didn't (laughs) just kind of playing by the seat of your pants. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that worked pretty well. I think, um, I mean, for me, what I did when I was introducing the campaign was, or like, here's some plot hooks and here's the local environment and, and here's how, and that, and that's how I started. So I actually did take campaign notes. So like for session one, I had the ship, the people on the ship, you know, the, the crew and the other people going to the Island too. And then, I just had a thing called problems, you know, wild courier packs, roaming ad zombies, the modular synergy office and moose. Yep. Uh, well, the <laughs> moose is in the office. Yeah. Uh, and then game on the, the sniper taking pot shots at people. Oh my God. Game on. Yep. What went down like a chump? Yeah, no, that was a good way <laughs> uh, to end the first session um, was a, uh, uh, Felicia fucking bullet time dodging uh, game off. <laughs> uh, let's see what else I had. I had the local NPCs and a new monster, you know, hinted and then scores. Yeah. Uh, since you were all, uh, all of you is like, we want to make money. We want to get rich uh, from this. And it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and yeah, that was all I had really. And everything else was sort of just like responding to what you wanted to do. Was there like a point at the campaign where you're like, I know what I want the campaign to be about, um, or I know like what I want my character to do by the end of the campaign? I kind um, of, I don't know. I I felt like I was playing. I, I was very okay. Let me rephrase this. Mm-hmm. I was very intentionally playing reactively because mm-hmm. it felt like there were a lot of good ideas just kind of coming at us, mm-hmm. um, and so rather than like kind of push it in one direction, I wanted to see where everything would go if I just hit it with a bat. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Because like, I can kind of tell that that was sort of like, uh, uh, Bridget, uh, uh, Lydia, were you both kind of, it was that kind of your vibe as well? Or were you uh, sort of, mm-hmm. okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Because like from the group, when we, before we started like session zero, you know, character creation, I was like, I was kind of picture. Well, what if they want to be like the people who take down, you know, they, they secure the Island, or they, they take out the evil scientists or they, they stop the research or if they want to claim like, you know, or they're trying to find a missing brother or something like that. You know, I kind of had a lot of ideas like, well, what if they want to do this? What if they want to do this? And then I was like, the sessions here. Yeah, we're, we're just people who have a deep relationship with the eye, but we don't know what the fuck's going on. And we don't really care. Like none of you are like interested in finding out what, what the truth was like, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, uh, the whole thing about project Medicaid, I had that, in the beginning like that was like back i had really <laughs> i had backstory like because i didn't know if you wanted to find out the truth like how the fuck can are they able to do this what the fuck is going on <laughs> it's such a stereotypical like plot motivation for characters in horror right 
but like mm-hmm. um, you planned for a Delta Green, and then we were just like, "No, fuck that! I want a paycheck." Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. yeah, I thought for some reason that this is going to be a heist thing like the whole time, um, and I think that's why we went for like money and stuff because like it's it's coin tracked. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of money here, mm-hmm. um, but it's like it's all wrapped up in like really stupid things. So like, if you were in like an in office blocks. building that was like on fire. Right, mm-hmm. and your bosses were terrible. Like, wouldn't you steal shit on the way out? Like, <laughs> would you just grab some stuff? That's yeah. that's the the assumption I was working under personally. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I, I kind of uh, had that inclination. Well, uh, yeah. Um, like I said, I had no idea what how you were going to respond to the setting. Like, what kind of like character would you would you'd be inspired to make to explore that island? So I I I, I guess I was assuming like yeah, more typical like. Resident Evil style characters, you're on a secret mission or you're finding a family member or you're trying to rescue someone or or kill, you know, take down an evil scientist you have a grudge against. Yeah. But no, I mean, it makes a total sense. So you're just like, oh, this is chaos. And yeah, I'm going to get that Black Panther watch. That's right. Black Panther watch. <laughs> and the goddamn yeah. Gucci fucking. Yeah. Bags that we had. Do we still have that watch at the end? Yeah, that's a good point. That's sort of unraced because, like, Indy was the one who had it normally, right? Did she pass it yeah. on before uh, uh, she made I it? I probably slipped it into somebody's yeah. pocket. Okay. Which is extremely yeah. funny because that means that, like, Felicia has a watch now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she can't fence because because um, Indy was the only one that knew how to do that. So now I've got this. Oh, my God. Indy. Oh. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> That's a multi-million dollar watch. J- literally just uses it to keep time. Like a, oh god, that's really great. shitty multi-million dollar watch too. Like yeah. a Marvel Cinematic Universe watch of all things. <laughs> god. I bet she doesn't even use it to keep time. I bet she just has it on her in like a coat pocket and then just uses her <laughs> phone like everybody else. Yeah. Uh, I can For imagine sure. her putting it on her wrist, but just like uh, it gets so scratched up because she's still like investigating the secrets of this uh, Project Mendicant that like, you know, it's just it's just this damaged watch that used to be worth millions. But now it's just every time scratched she, to shit yeah. because of her fucking claws. Yeah. Well, if anything, actually, it would, it would become worth more. Uh, uh, because if you could prove the providence of it, that it was on Cointrack before Cointrack oh my got God. Nuked, Oh yeah, that's true. Collector's mm-hmm. item. Yeah, that that. But you need someone else to sell it. Like Felicia obviously would not. Have, like yeah, you don't know how to fence that kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really like that idea. <laughs> priceless item, and priceless in the sense that like we literally cannot sell it. There's no price for it. <laughs> priceless as in worthless. Oh. But then that becomes the way like Felicia uh, identifies herself to Ava, uh, uh, you know, on the on the remote tropical paradise that the Hathor is settled in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, I do want to talk about like ideas like this is the first campaign I can think of for RPPR that like I want to see what happens to these characters next. Like because <laughs> like their main story is done, but like I could see like, you know, Ava and Felicia doing a whole other thing, like maybe yeah, obviously globe hopping or something like that. I don't know. Like. I'll I'll admit that I've been thinking about what happens in two years when um, Felicia finally tracks down where uh, the CEO has been hiding. Oh right, yeah, you gotta get yeah, you get gotta get Vikas von Blurk. Uh, Fucking God, Blurk, what a name! Die, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, what I realized though is like for a sequel campaign, like I had to fi- figure out, I'd have to like focus it on some other ridiculous and evil aspect of capitalism. It'd have to be like mm-hmm. something else. Eat like, I, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious what happens, right? Yeah. Coin track failed, but as we all know, once a tech startup fails, its next step is to get inducted into daily life in the military. Oh my God. Oh, <sighs> oh God. So we get coin tracked on a global scale. Oh god, it's a, like a yeah, it's like a fucking Metal Gear. Uh, uh-huh. I could do yeah, I could see that. Um, Awful. Yeah, because like you you blew up uh, the 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 archive with all the data, like the entire collection, but like the leftover has some of it. Um, yes, and you know what probably went with the island and 
like with the data that we had, mm-hmm. proof of ownership. Yeah. So uh, all that shit now just exists and is free for people to be like, yeah, we can use it. We don't yeah. have to pay you any fucking like copyright or whatever the fuck ever. Yeah, I, I know that like my overall thing would be like the leftover, like you didn't stop the leftover and he had more power than the other, the, the coup or the, and you didn't help any of the other two factions trying to control the island. So the leftover would <laughs> win that battle. Um, so the leftover uh, is on the island and trying to rebuild and survive. And he sells some of the technology secretly to like the U S or whoever else in exchange for like letting them survive on. So they don't fucking firebomb the Island. Right. Yeah. So everyone's, Oh no, it's, it's the, no. So he has to say hidden out of sight. Um, but everyone else, Oh no, it's just covered with toxic waste and no one can go on the Island. It's too, too hazardous. Yeah. Something. Yeah. There, there's a, there's a loose quarantine, but it's not really enforced. Cause like he would build a submarine or whatever, like the same kind of submarines that right. smuggle drugs. So he just has to go to like nearby countries or whatever. And yeah, so like there's like a so it's like Island of Dr. Moreau, but like the end, like five years after the the uh, creatures have taken over. So, right. You know, um, it turns into this weird. Uh, yeah, I don't I it, it would get really fucking weird on the island. But yeah, like, yeah, the technology spreads and then they start innovating on it. Like so it changes uh, in different forms. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I really like that idea. Um, yeah, another thing is we didn't explore, like, what happens to, like, the, the, the Chimera in the long term. Like, what is it like to be, you know, what what are Cho, uh, Choppy and Bowie like in a couple of years? Um, <laughs> do they mutate further? Do they, you know, evolve, devolve? Like, do they have health issues? Are they, they stronger and uh, more independent? Um, yeah, does it, like, do their cybernetic implants need to be repaired or removed? Um, yeah, there's a lot of ideas with that. Um, if we were going to have a sequel game to this that included Felicia, mm-hmm. um, I think what I would do is the same thing that they did with Wesker, mm-hmm. where his like genetic makeup is like, super unstable because of, of his transformation. So like he constantly needs to take some kind of stabilizer mm-hmm. um, in order to just like keep from falling apart, like just his like entire body shutting down. Uh, so I think I would do. I think I would do the same thing with Felicia if we did a if we did a sequel game. It would just be like, yeah, it turns out that coin track did not have sustainability uh, in mind. <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe Felicia's just trying to find a way to like uh, the technology to you know stabilize her condition or uh, improve it or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think I would also give the option to players. You could like make them retire them into helpful NPCs for the uh, the the. Uh, if you had a new character idea, um, or we could do the Resident Evil Six thing of having multiple protagonists in different phases. Uh, <laughs> oh, is it also going to go on for six hundred years like Resident <laughs> Evil Six? <laughs> yeah, he's also going to reuse the fucking elevator every time and the submarine. Uh, God! Yeah. No! <laughs> uh, well, I the mean, second, the second we get on a on a uh, on a container ship, I'm just gonna. He's going to fucking lose it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think I would would know. Okay, so I know it would not be like a regular container ship. I just found about it this recently, and I hate it so much that I definitely have to put it in the game. Like, all these super rich people are buying fucking yachts, right? But, like, Mm -hmm. the yachts are meant for luxury, not actual. Like, they can't, they can, they can stay, like, near an island or whatever, but they can't actually cross the ocean. So if you want to go from the Caribbean to like, you know, uh, off the coast of Spain or whatever, or Italy. It's a yacht that can't go anywhere? No. Th- so they have these vessels called uh, uh, yacht transporters. They're super large ships that can get, like, they have a modified hole. Like, you, the, they, they can lower part of the ship down. And so it's underwater. So the, the yachts can go on and then they lift it back up. And then they can transport like half a dozen yachts to across the uh, Atlantic or Pacific Ocean or whatever. I want to kill. Yeah. I need to kill to feel normal now. Yeah. Um, Oh, my God. (laughs) So obviously there would have to be a whole thing on the yacht transporter vehicle uh, because it's this massive ship and it has smaller ships in it. Like, uh, yeah, all these fucking yachts. Yeah. But why? Because you want to show off your yacht to your rich friends and, you know, 
as you're touring Italy or whatever. And then when you want to go to the Bahamas uh, in in winter, you got to bring your yacht with you. So uh, Jesus Christ. I am, this is literally I a am, worse idea than just buying a second yacht. <laughs> I am looking at a picture of this and it is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it's what if a container ship was covered in yachts? Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> Why did you have to tell me about this? This is like learning like like some hidden name of God or something that like punishes you for knowing it. Yeah, it's this not, is insane. It's not it's not the best. Um, so obviously, I want to. Um, have it burn uh, and destroyed by monsters. Uh, Going over to movie night at Ross's house. Yes, yeah, so this is VHS tape. Apparently you die uh, <laughs> a week after you watch it. It's been six days since I've seen it and I feel fine. You want? I'm just going to put it on for you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, lo- I like analog horror, okay? Uh, it's a very particular <laughs> taste. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I think it's hilarious that no matter how much like stupid stuff we come up for for coin track, like there are things in the real world that are dumber, more expensive, and worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if anything, like that's the thing. Like I tried to go as broad and as awful as I could uh, with that, and uh, it just didn't matter. There's all there's a crypto island too. Like people are trying to make another fucking crypto island, and they're clearing land on this island in the middle of uh, the Pacific uh, somewhere. And it's just uh, the fact that there is a Black Panther watch worth millions of dollars. Like that's real, right? Like yeah. that's yeah, that's, that's a real. real actual thing. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. I've I've just I just looked <sighs> up. Um, like remember we have pictures of it. Yeah, expensive in the, in the ugly Discord. watches, you know. Most expensive watches and then I look for the ugliest one out of that list. It's not great. <laughs> but um yeah, so what were kind of some of like the highlights of the campaign for you all in terms of like I guess the most ridiculous thing you 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 put in that worked or Off the top of yeah. my head. Yeah. Salmon sorting the fucking snake was pretty I was, sick. I was gonna say deboning the <laughs> snake too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Deboning the snake is uh, pretty sick. Yeah, no. Um you see, yeah, so the idea for the mall came from like each of you I asked for a boss idea, and that was uh Bridget's idea. Because I copied this uh, uh from her thing. It's a, a, a huge snake. Like yawned for Resident Evil, optical camouflage of many tails. I turned that into tentacles, and it's made from the some optic octopus stuff mixed with a snake so it's venomous and kind of smart but not smart as an octopus it's the size of two trucks parenthesis two trucks <laughs> uh, <laughs> having se- yeah. you've got to win the words babe <laughs> thank you uh, so I, was I really like, thought about it so that was in there from the very beginning so like I in episode one I had rumors like one of the crew members of the of the ship that brought you there got grabbed by them all and dragged into the sewers and uh, nobody saw it, but they kind of heard it. So like, Oh, there's something under the docks. We, there's a, you, you, there was, I, the captain offered Hey, if you could check this out, I'll, I'll give you some money. And you're like, nah, I don't want we, we don't want to do that. So it was hard to know. It was hard to know like what things was going to be stuff mm-hmm. that we'd like, obviously like you can't, you can't give away the whole game. Um, mm-hmm. But there was, it was hard to know, like, um, what was stuff that we would think was interesting until we got there. So, like, there's nothing that I was like, well, this sucks that I don't want to be here. It's just um, when you gave us, like, four options, I was like, which one of these is going to lead to something that I want to do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Um, um, I think that's I ended up mostly picking, like, based on what character was telling us to do things. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Okay. Um. Because like I'll do stupid stuff for characters that we like. Because mm-hmm. I that I think that just makes sense for our characters, but also for us as people. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll do anything if a cute girl asks you to do it. Basically, <laughs> well, yeah. that was literally a problem for us at one point. Uh, Wait, was it? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Oh, right, Hathor. <laughs> she almost gave the whole game away to Hathor. Look, <laughs> we looked all right. Look, just because we hit my boss monster and then helped her doesn't mean uh uh-huh. fuck, i don't know where i was going with that Fucking, Good you job. designed yeah. yourself a girlfriend and then you dated her way to go champ <laughs> hell yeah that's 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 how you win at tabletop rpgs yeah, the best part is. is i don't even think she tended it that way 
Well, like, I, I wanted to make, like, intelligent, like, creatures or beings to be you to at least attempt to negotiate to talk to you. So, like, the leftover and, and you know, Vickis von Blurk all tried to, to reason with you at first, I think. And uh, and so did Hathor. And you're just like, I'll, we'll listen to Hathor, but no one else. And uh, <laughs> I think that worked. I, I it was cool. Who would, lis- who would listen to what Wickes von Blurk would say? Come on. And the leftover had some, like, fashy vibes to him. Oh yeah, no, yeah. He, he was not a good. He, he yeah, he wanted global domination. He was uh, not not a good person, but he would have tried. Like you could have. Like um, I actually did uh, outline like the possible endings because um, I wasn't. I I kind of I didn't want to assume what side you were going to do, even though I said like eh, they're probably not going to do this, but I might as well outline it just in case. Um, mm-hmm. So if you signed it with the twins, the lawyers, which are you know the coin, the actual coin tract company they if you'd help them secure the island and and secure the vault and all that other stuff um you would have become wealthy but uh you would have to keep working that you would have been like the people running coin tract island so you wouldn't be like you know you'd be one step below the 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 board of directors um but But that shit yeah but you'd be rich (laughs) and you'd be able to boss other people around and you know so but yeah you'd have to keep keep working um if you sided with the coup uh, the IT director, um, you know, with the Hydra and all that and the off I, offshore backers, uh, they would also give you a big paycheck, but then they would have told you to fuck off and you have to stay in hiding to avoid reprisals from, you know, the remaining coin track investors. If you had sided with Claire, uh, you would have become celebrities. You would have gotten some wealth, but obviously then you become a magnet for trouble as, you know, uh, weirdos are attracted, you know. Uh, to you, uh, hounded by, you know, randos on social media and, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Political, uh, football too. Mm -hmm. If you sided with the left, YouTube famous. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, no. nothing worse than being YouTube famous. I mean, you would have actually like been in the mainstream, like celebrities, like people would have offered you to jump onto movies and books and, uh, yeah. So you could, you could have found, like you could have like chosen what you you could have wound up and become like legit movie stars if you wanted to. Like I would have had you like, yeah, make a deceive check to see how good your acting is uh, or something like that. Alicia Instagram influencer cat girl bringing awareness yeah. to uh, the place. <laughs> yeah. So you could have become like legit, like big, big stars. Uh, but yeah, uh, you would have just had to, you know, watch out for uh, uh, randos, you know, trying to kill you, thinking you're, uh, you know, responsible for all the evils of the world or whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, it would have been an interesting life. But yeah, uh, then if you side with the leftover, um, he if you side if you sided with the leftover and he won, he would have actually fled the island um, in uh, and then it be, but they'd become a global operation, supply cyborg monster mercenaries. To the rich, eventual goals take over. Yeah, so you would have been like working with big- ah, villain sans frontier. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. You would have been like on a fucking oil rig, fucking Metal Gear Five. It, uh, but it's just cyborg soldiers and that kind of thing. If you just not side with anybody, you could have gotten you know your millions, a couple million in loot total, uh, and then you'd be wanted by Interpol for questioning. So, yeah. And let's say if you sided with Doctor Oss. Uh, you would have become part of her entourage. Uh, her, your, her life is about the quest to learn the secrets behind the biotech, the, uh, the you know, project mendicant and that kind of thing. And she has a vision. Uh, she wants to remake the world in her, in, in, uh, in her image. So, uh, yeah. Also, yeah, a bit, you know, yeah. Yeah. megalomaniacal bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. If for some reason you had sided with Vanessa, she would have tried to kill you. Uh, yeah, yeah, obviously. She's <laughs> like Vanessa Mean Girls, of course. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so those are the endings I sort of envisioned. Um, I couldn't really see any other ending. Like scavenges, you just flee and you don't do anything. Like that's the ending, you know. And Vanessa is obviously the worst ending, but um, yeah. Uh, ending. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I couldn't really picture anything else though. Yeah. Yeah, a a lot of the endings, like, I'm glad to know what our options were, Mm -hmm. but a lot of the endings were definitely, like, um, either we help bad people or we put ourselves in bad situations. Like, Felicia being, like, the the world's only cat girl Mm -hmm. um, after having been at Cointract would have been, like, the worst possible thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, because then everybody who, like, wants the Cointract technology would be like, gee, if only there was... (laughs) 
you know, a cat girl that we could take apart in order to learn what they were doing on Cointrack. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That if you become celebrities, that would probably be like a plot is, you know, uh, dealing with a kidnapping attempt and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, if at the beginning of the campaign, it's like, I want to be working with a secret activist group and we're trying to expose Cointrack and, and uh, get the, the world to to say no to this biotech and, and save all the, the creatures. Uh, yeah, okay. I guess there's an activist organization, you know, trying to be trying to do the right thing. So, um, but yeah, without that, I wasn't going to introduce like a white hat, like purely good faction that was only trying to do the right thing. Cause like, I mean, if you're <laughs> involved with coin you have to be bad in some way. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. Unless you're like, you know, Rather, let me let me phrase it this way. The kind of people who are giving us like, quote unquote, ending offers mm-hmm. uh, are only going to be cut of the kind of cloth where like they are all bad people. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like some of them would have not all of it, like like I said, only only Vanessa would have like told you would have actually tried to kill you. Like, it's just easier for most of them right. to uh, uh, uh pay you off like you're it's easier to bribe you um right than it is yeah uh it's just it's just how you do business uh but yeah it's about business and like uh the sort of indifference to it not even like purposely sadistic just like totally indifferent to what is good and what is bad like let's see uh any other highlights like uh uh lydia were there any highlights for you of the campaign uh aside from the the i'm gonna say my memory is terrible Mm mm-hmm so like your general course, I really liked, yeah. I really liked, uh, betraying everyone in the prequel game. <laughs> oh yeah. The prequel game. Uh, so, yeah, I, I kind of, I, after we did the prequel, I was like, Oh, that's the finale is them fighting their, their counterparts. And I did throw them in towards the end, but like mm-hmm. you weren't fighting. of it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like you weren't primary. The, the leftover wasn't really the primary antagonist of the setting. Like, no, um, it's, you know, either Dr. Uh, Chaos or because or, she's the one who got convinced the members that got all the coup together to to try and overthrow the island. And she's the one who did the firmware update to to make all the Chimera go nuts, all the coin tractors go nuts. Or the, or the other one is, you know, the CEO, because he's the one who fucking set the shit up in the first place. So, yeah, it's I did have like, yeah, Septus was in the assault on the power plant. And then, like the other two characters, uh, Sunny and Sun, Doctor Sunstruck and uh, Samantha Carlson, uh, were fighting with the leftover to take over the tower. But like, you all just you all just avoided that as much as you could because oh, absolutely, you wanted to do the heist. You're like, okay, well, you're you're not going to see. <laughs> They're still around, probably. It's just like, yeah, yep, yeah. I do appreciate that you threw Septus at us. <laughs> oh, I had to. What a little a fucking. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. So there was. Does anybody care if I, if I mention it? Go for it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Someone said a comment that's like, I don't know where uh, the line is between uh, uh, humor and derision. And I certainly know where that line is with Septimus. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make that. Eminently clear. <laughs> I yeah I I again this campaign has been cathartic and the prequel especially uh, I think trying to really drill it it's you, like we're saying you just can't make it subtle you you no matter how over the top you get no matter how terribly oh, yeah. you show it it's not as bad as reality so exactly yeah it's like people talking about oh these horror movies you know like Jordan Peele's movies are too obvious with their theme it's like well. You kind of need. Have you looked at real life? Yeah, like, yeah. You kind of, you kind of have to. Subtlety is a uh, lost. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> like when you have people, when you have the fucking shithead that owns the bird site openly admitting that the only reason he suggested the hyperloop was to stop public transit from being built. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of have to go hard on it. Yeah. Shit. Uh- <laughs> Bridger, were there any other uh, highlights of the campaign you want to give a particular shout out to? I did like I did like the the weird flush plant kaiju that we had to pilot around. That was that was that neat. Was... Um, I think that that would be a good like game sequence in its own. Not not like Earth and Cointrack and stuff like that, but the idea of piloting kaiju's. Mm-hmm. I I think that would be entertaining. 
I just liked all of the critters. All of the critters were good because every time you introduced them, they were interesting and fucking terrible to deal with. Because <laughs> um, mm-hmm. we started out with things that were terrible, like the, the ferrets mm-hmm. and the dogs, and just stuff just kept getting worse. It was just kept getting worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I... I, uh, I, I and we didn't even it. see the giant spiders. There were giant spiders. It could have been worse. Yeah. What? There's so much worse stuff on Cointrack we didn't yeah. even see. Yeah, the, yeah the, the goblins have to get their spider legs from somewhere. Uh, the, oh, God, right. Yeah, there was the spider den or something. Mm-hmm, the nest. Um, which, uh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had sort of... Invi- that's where the primary lab is. Like, that's where they're kept and so now it's a big fucking nest of uh you know the the necrobiotic goblins and uh their giant spiders uh that they farm uh because you know they need lots of spider limbs they they're do. constantly rotting yeah well they <laughs> last a while they they but yeah they 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 use them a lot so they they they're only good for so long i do have to say i'm disappointed we never ran into the uh second iteration of the uh, couriers yeah, I, I it's a really good idea. To, yeah, with the wolf crow. Yeah, but and they were at the final assault. But like, yeah, you, you also I think yeah, I think we introduced them too late because we were past where they would have been. Yeah, yeah, they would have been like when you were fighting the leftover or around that area, like leaving mm-hmm. the force and going to the neighborhood that, that those those sessions that would have been a good spot for them. But yeah, I, I, I actually didn't want to introduce like too many monsters like or, like, yeah. In the sense, I I wanted to make sure that like maybe like introduce maybe like one new monster per session at most, and uh, try and make sure I kept using the old monsters. Um, so mm-hmm. it wasn't like there's a new monster every single episode. It just constantly changes. Like, well, no, I'm trying to make it like consistent within the world. The couriers and the ad zombies were like the main things on the island, um, and that's why like I introduced like stop sign later on, like the psychotic uh ad zombie that used stop signs as a weapon mm-hmm. um i was like okay. i think that's probably the like the good thing about coin track is as a setting um as opposed to versus as a game mm-hmm. is that there is so much more that you can do with mm-hmm. coin track because we just didn't have the time we just like there's there's too much like if we wanted to see everything in coin track that was like another 30 games or something mm-hmm. yeah. so it's good for it's good for you the listeners um because like you know like if you want to run games in coin track can hit wink wink um you know like there's going to be so much more stuff that you mm-hmm. can explore and do stuff with and then it was just it's just too much for us to do everything on our own yeah yeah i mean there's a lot of areas you didn't even visit that i mentioned like yeah i mean you didn't visit any of the labs and there's two of them uh the security compound mm-hmm. Uh, and the worker island, yeah, and, and tons of stuff in the towers, and like, oh yeah, in the tower the too. That we we briefly met and then didn't do anything with, and mm-hmm. no, that's true. And if like, I mean, the thing is, I kind of like put a timer on it too, right? Like with the 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 everyone gearing up to for the the battle at the tower, yeah, because I didn't want, yeah, I didn't want it to get too diverged or too uh, off the off a plot. Um, mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of gave you like er, mid early mid campaign. You you gave yourself a timer with like, oh, we got to get Hathor off the island before she finishes the rocket. Otherwise, uh, that's going to fuck everything up. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, I I I do like that. I did like make areas that I wind up not using. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to 100 percent. I can, first I can yeah. use that for right. something else. Yeah, that's true. Like I could do side games like what happens at the security compound, what happens at the labs uh, or the worker island. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a lot of un, untrod territory. Um, is there anything you would have changed uh, of the campaign? Like, but what either what your character or like anything you would have like, if you could change anything about the campaign, would you change anything or? Um, I think I think I would have focused more on like specific plot lines. If I if I knew that absolutely everything that was available to us, mm-hmm. I think I would have focused on some specific characters that we liked. Mm hmm. Just to go more in depth to their stories and how they relate to us, but like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, who are your favorite characters? Uh, obviously, Hathor. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, we liked Hathor. Mm-hmm. Um, the other characters are like, I liked Claire. I wanted to do more stuff with Claire. Like, I know she was like in our party, and like, yeah, there wasn't yeah. a whole lot going on there, but like, I, I liked her. I yeah. thought she was a little fun. Yeah, um, yeah. With Claire, I kind of, I, 
yeah, it's it's just a lot to run a key game, and there's often a lot of times where like, oh yeah, that NPC is also here. Uh, Claire is here. <laughs> so uh, mm-hmm. Claire was useful. Like, oh yeah, well I can I can do this, or I can make this obvious suggestion, or like I can do this helpful thing that none of you are able to do, but isn't too dangerous. Uh, but yeah, a lot of times like Claire was just the kind bookkeeping, of bookkeeping. Yeah, yeah, it's just a lot to juggle. I mean, with any game, so yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, if you listen to Claire, she could be like, oh, we could do this for a story. We, we uh, Get me to talk to this person to interview them. Yeah, but like none of you really jumped on the, oh, I'll make you celebrities. You'll be you'll be famous and rich uh, too much. <laughs> I think we all realized this would be a very bad situation to come out of famous from. <laughs> yeah, yes. we were. I figured we were going to know too much. And again, like being the world's only cat girl, like you don't want to you don't want to advertise that. You really don't want to advertise that. <laughs> No. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, any other favorite NPCs? Um, I really liked uh, Claire. Uh, I kind of wish we had been able to get more time with um, Dr. Chaos, but. Oh, yeah. We just didn't find her till the end. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that's true. Like when you. I mean, because you were working on other things like you're working to. to yeah. Help Hathor escape. And then after that, uh, you were, you know, technically working for the twins and, you know, trying to check out stuff and, and learn what all the factions were up to. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, again, yeah, just you if you if you'd like early, on, like, let's make a beeline to Dr. Chaos and uh, find out what she's up to. Then it would have been it would have been a much more focused, like heist focused campaign of like doing a bunch of minor heists to set up the big heist. Like we need to get these blueprints. Yeah. We need to get this key card, you know, and shit like that. So we can get in, take out this one person um, or neutralize this threat yeah it would have been more like a uh, like a blades in the dark kind of thing but with mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean i kind of like this because it was also like you know the thing i'm curious about you well i i'm not curious but I, one of the moments i liked was like which surprised me was when you were all in the neighborhood and you're like no we're gonna fucking kill that moose fuck that moose we hate it so much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh because like my okay so i had the original plan like i thought you know, I was like, well, he, the obvious thing to do would be to sneak into the, the cultist security office uh, if you and they could find the server room and then Ava could reprogram it uh, so that all the security robots turn on the cultists uh, or, or, you know, shut all the robots down and all the cameras down. So that's what I thought you were going to do is like try and take over the robots. Uh, that moose. Yeah, no, but you're like, <laughs> we're going to kill that fucking moose. Pick them uh, hearing about it. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, no, we could do that. Because uh, it was like, I think, I think, I don't remember my exact train of thought, like at that point of time, but I do remember thinking, we have bumped into this thing like three times now. I am sick of seeing it. I'm gonna kill it. <laughs> it was something like, it was something like, you've shown up too much for me to not fire that gun. Basically, like Chekhov yeah. was tapping my shoulder. Yeah, no, because <laughs> like yeah. I think if we hadn't accidentally run into it like we did, we probably would have just ignored it. I I don't think it would have hunted it down. Yeah, but it no. did show up a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the whole thing of cultists. I just wanted like human foes, not just like you know, mm-hmm. basically wild animals running around. You know, uh, right. Uh, so I wanted like well. How about this? You know, the, well, cults are cool. Well, why would there be a cult on an island? Well, what if it started because they all got high on weird genetically engineered fungus that was growing off a weird creature? Oh, moose are big. <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of creepy. Film students. Yeah. yeah, those are perfect cultists. Yeah. I was going to say, it's they're all just the fucking stack optimizers, like taken to the next level. Yeah, no. Like, these are the, <laughs> have you heard about nootropics, bro? And then, and then you're in a cult huffing moose fumes yeah no it's it, it's true and like so i just had them as like wandering antagonists not like it's a plot it's like these are the assholes running around making the greeting hub miserable you know they're they're they're, they're just things that these are the griefers yeah these are just assholes that can you, you have to want you have to watch out for and um but you're and then obvious yeah. and so it's kind of like my my idea of like the ecosystem so you have these assholes here and then you have the the lawyers and their mercenaries here and they're the, the lawyers want to, you know, clear out and secure the Island. And so of course they're not going to like the cult and uh, you're already talking to the lawyers. You're like, Oh, well our mercenaries are going to take out the cultists that, you know, you've had a problem with, you want to help them. We'll pay you. And so you, you 
you force them to move. And so they go to the next populated area, which is the neighborhood, which is the area you're in. And they leave about the same time. So you see them in the forest. So they're just dealing with the same kind of shit that you are. Uh, <laughs> they're just trying to grow and, you know, brainwash more people. Uh, and you just keep stumbling. Just trying to exist and we keep bullying them. <laughs> yeah, you keep bullying these poor cultists. So, yeah, that was just like a reaction to your own. That was that was me having the NPCs react to you. Uh, and that was one of the things I was trying to do was like your actions change what happens on the island. And uh, that was a it. so it's like that fucking picture of the dude on the bike reaching down with the stick into the spokes and going, God damn it. Who did this or something? Yeah. yeah. If, you had, if you had not helped the mercenaries, they probably would have failed. Then um, the, the cultists would have stayed in the greeting hub. They would have, uh, you would not have to deal with them in the neighborhood. Uh, but then they would have had a big, they probably would have shown up at the end because they would have re- had recruited a lot more people and would have realized that, the, you know, everyone's making a play for the tower and they would have shown up and maybe they would have allied with one of the other factions, like the leftover or the coup or the, actually, maybe even the lawyers too. Maybe the lawyers get desperate enough, like, oh shit, we need more help. Okay, yeah, you, you can, you help us, we'll get you some new interns. Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, so that would have, yeah, completely changed the power dynamics by taking them out. Yeah, that's, I like that. But yeah, that was the kind of thing I was going for. I feel like, yeah, the only one area that kind of we didn't, I did also have a thing, office park. The You you chose to just go into the building and open it up from the inside to get the vehicle, which, you know, the, the super heavy transport vehicle. There was another way to get it, which was getting welding uh, equipment from the office coliseum to open up the gate from the outside. Uh, so you would have mm. had to deal with the venom head. But to do that, I said you would have to go to the Coliseum and you had to start your way at the top and work your way down. So what I had for that, which uh, you you the you have to go to the manager elevator via the IT passcode that you would have gotten. Uh, so you would have to start at the top. So the executive suites have food, drinks, creature comforts, creature comforts and wandering sugar glider slash raccoon chimeras, which are just meant as cute little pets. Uh, yep. They do so much crime. They do so much. (laughs) Um, the, and they're also a lot of dead executives because they turned on each other just out of sheer paranoia and cocaine. And so there's just a lot of dead. So these cute little sugar glider raccoons are, you know, eating the eyeballs of dead executives. Oh oh my God. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, no. And then, uh, in the middle section, so you had to go down from there. Uh, the the gangs of workers have just gotten paranoid too, and they 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 are fortifying and, and they're fighting over control of the middle section. So it's like accounting versus IT support versus marketing, and they think it's the only inhabitable place left. On, uh, and the rest of the world is about to fall into chaos. So they're just paranoid <laughs> as well. And so if you you gotten through them, you could have gotten into the 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 bottom, the maintenance section. And the janitor's maintenance people are just drinking and eating stuff from nearby vending machine ad zombies. They're, they they just want some booze. Uh, so if you if you brought some you know whiskey bottles from the executive suites, they would have gladly traded you for welding equipment. That mm. would have been the ultimate or the alternate adventure. Uh, and said, but you chose the dungeon crawl with, in the build chain with the uh, uh, venom <laughs> the venom guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of did want to do the the Black Pyramid a little more, or the uh, Coliseum a little more, just so I could describe <laughs> cute little creatures eating dead people, all that fun stuff. I'm trying to think if there are any other alternate paths. Uh, I mean, we mentioned the endings. Those are the two like paths I didn't expect. I had stuff prepared, but you uh, uh, just went the other path. So like, there's yeah, there was stuff I did that uh, didn't show up. Yeah, but I yeah. So I think, yeah, the, doing the Metal Gear thing is the campaign. The next campaign, I'll have to think about that. So um, I do know I want to use Fate Condensed for the actual uh, Cointract <laughs> RPG, which um, is the newest version of Fate. Uh, it came out like a year ago. Uh, New versions of Fate? Yeah, there's a lot of different seems versions. Pretty, yeah. It seems pretty, I don't know, done <laughs> from... From the couple times I've played Fate, it's, like, it's what, 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 pretty yeah. well, like the, possibly up uh, the stress boxes are now one to one. You don't have like uh. a one box, a two box, a three box because that seems to be a big mm. block for people. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there there's a couple other tweaks to it. it. It's pretty subtle under the under the hood stuff. Yeah. Uh, so 
probably if I do the yeah uh, another campaign, it would be using fake indents, which is pretty similar. So, but yeah, that would the, the that's the biggest change. Better probably introduce some new rules as well, uh, specifically for that. But I I really do like the Metal Gear thing, because um, then yeah, maybe new versions of like the Hydra and other giant kaiju sized chimera that are then controlled by someone in a cybernetic plug suit. Um, because really, the more Eva Evangelion jokes and references I can make in a campaign, the better it is. <laughs> I, <laughs> Arguably, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've got a spreadsheet that shows that um, oh, lots yeah. of research went into this. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, Bridget, any final thoughts on, on the campaign? No, I, I had a, I had a good time. There's a ton of things that I wanted to see or that I want to see more of, and it's mm-hmm. just, uh, we couldn't do it. So I, I think, um, I think another coin tract mm-hmm. uh, is probably definitely a good way to, to, uh, yeah. Examine that play around it. I don't know. So, well, that like- was a good word. Well, like, would you want like the sequel thing uh, or would you like another thing set on the island in the same timeline? Just it, focusing on the areas the uh, uh, your characters were not in. I think you could do both, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think if I do alternate co- island things, they would be shorter. It would be like. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Like do something set at the security compound and what happens there. Uh, or do one where your workers just like regular ass people on the island when it breaks out and, you know, trying to deal with that shit um, or something I, like that. Yeah, I bet you could do one where we're playing some of Dr. Oss's lackeys setting up the heists. Oh, oh that's God. a good one. Yeah. I like, know. I feel like that would be a very easy campaign to do like two or three sessions. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah especially like that. Um, you could do like a thing. I kind of picture like a funnel adventure where you every player has like multiple characters to start with. And then they just how many of them die along the way where you're members of Vanessa's or uh, Dr. Chaos's entourage. Yeah, what's the uh, fucking dungeon dice classic or whatever the dungeon. fuck where you start with four, like four characters? Dungeon Crawl Classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, but you're playing Dr. Ross's uh, cohorts or whatever. Yeah. And whoever you make it through with is whoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like a fiasco game. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I was gonna say, because um, mm-hmm. then you would, um, you could betray each other. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> some of you would be working for, for Vanessa, and some of you would be working for Doctor Ross. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They start with like yeah, eight people each, and they just got down to like yeah, three by the time yeah, just start <laughs> with or X number. You're like twenty each, and it just whittled. Uh, 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 <laughs> Got whittled down uh, to three each by the time the uh, uh, our protagonist showed up. Um, yeah, cool. Um, Indy, uh, sorry, Faye, any uh, final thoughts on the campaign? Did we have fucking recruited and gaslit that dude who was in the compound who I thought who made, who I made think I was his dead mother or whatever? Oh, yeah. I like fucking yeah. kept him as a pet. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah. So he, um, I think I explained it in that session. He was a uh, someone who worked in build chain for Cointract, uh, but he yeah. had a side project going where the idea was instead of having cybernetic implants was to have biological implants grown from chimera um, and, uh, you know, graft them into humans. So his were like gr- enlarged snake venom glands and fangs. Um, and also mm-hmm. uh, the pit viper heat sensing thing. So he can see in the dark, but then he realized he didn't like biting people. So yeah, he started milking his own venom. Ah. venom spray and venom uh uh paintballs basically i hate him so much yeah uh and obviously the he was not the the not mentally sound yeah the the whole stress of ed watching wild creatures rip apart everybody else um you know did a number on him um and he got paranoid yeah. and so yeah he wanted to kill everybody in the build everyone who uh he thought everyone was a threat so um yeah but yeah, I wanted to do also Dungeon Crawl where there's just one adversary. Like, you're in a dungeon, but like, there's just one one thing, and it really wants to kill you. In this case, it was that mm-hmm. um, the, the alien isolation of Dungeon Crawls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Lydia, any, any final thoughts on the campaign? It was a lot of fun. I look forward to the eventual sequel. Yeah, no, I I, I really do want to do it. I really do want to see what happens next in, in, the, in the spot line and doing the whole thing of like, because like I've I've seen it now like you know the the term used to be private military contractors but I saw a news article where it's like this 
uh, military startup in Ukraine is is oh my startup. god yeah military startup like uh, <laughs> what a word yeah um and yeah you have like all these like people using civilian technology in war zones like fucking commercial drones with 3D printed fins on on hand grenades to drop on enemy soldiers and like shit like that like it's just using uh the the future we live in the dumbest cyberpunk dystopia so yeah that's something i'll think about um and -hmm. metal gear is obviously uh a fun series of games to to reference um (laughs) yeah uh so yeah that's cool um well thank you all so much for playing i had a blast too um we'll have uh of course by the time you're listening to this the the portraits and all the artwork of coin is on rppr uh the rppr patreon um i don't know how I'm going to publish the game, uh, but I am working on it uh, right now, and it's a fake game, so I, it, you know, I don't have to worry too much about the mechanics. Just writing up the setting and stuff like that. Um, yeah, uh, thank you all uh, for listening and being uh, fans of RPPR. And again, uh, check out Bridget on uh, her Patreon and her, her Twitter. Faye, uh, Lydia, sorry, did you have anything you wanted to plug? You can find my extremely horny Twitter uh, <laughs> at doomed one, all one word. Okay. Uh, and Faye? No. Don't bother <laughs> me. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Bye.